Hi, and you're very welcome to my podcast show. In this episode, I got the chance to speak with Murray Shanahan. Murray is the Professor of Cognitive Robotics at Imperial College London and a Senior Research Scientist at DeepMind. With a PhD from Cambridge University, he's carried out work in artificial intelligence, robotics and cognitive science. Murray was a scientific advisor for the 2014 film Ex Machina. In 2017, he joined DeepMind, retaining his professorship at Imperial College on a part-time basis. In the podcast, we spoke about John McCarthy, the son of an Irish immigrant, also called John McCarthy, from Valencia Island in Kerry on the west coast of Ireland, and maybe the most important Irish-American computer scientist, pioneer and inventor, known today as the father of artificial intelligence. In the mid-1950s, John McCarthy coined the term artificial intelligence, which he would define as the science and engineering of making intelligent machines. We also spoke in the podcast about George Boole, a largely self-taught English mathematician, philosopher and logician, most of whose short career was spent in the first professor of mathematics at Queen's College Cork in Ireland, now known today as University College Cork. He worked in the fields of differential equations and algebraic logic and is best known as the author of the book The Laws of Thought, which was first published in 1854, which contains Boolean algebra. Boolean logic is credited with laying the foundations for today's information age. So my name is Murray Shanahan and I am Professor of Cognitive Robotics at Imperial College, London, or at least I am for one day a week. They used to be my permanent position, my full-time position, and the rest of the time I work at DeepMind, which is this London-based AI research lab owned by Alphabet, who also owns Google, of course. So that's where I spend most of my time. DeepMind, uh, you know, were a, a startup back in, I think they started in way back in 2010, and um, the idea of the founders, Dennis Hassabis and Shane Legg and Mustafa Suleiman was to try to create um, artificial general intelligence. And artificial general intelligence, that really is what we think of as AI when we think about AI in science fiction films, really. The kind of thing that we don't really know how to build yet, but AI that has the same kinds of abilities as, as human beings. So today, we, we only see these things in science fiction films, but there's every reason to think that we might be able to build build into computers the kinds of in, the kind of level of intelligence human beings have. And the, that little word general in the middle of artificial general intelligence is there because AI today is actually is a, you know, is a very important thriving field and we could do amazing things with, with AI and machine learning in particular that um, have huge commercial application. But all of those things are narrow applications of artificial intelligence. So usually your artificial intelligence system can only carry out one task, like for example, labeling images in your photo album, or maybe answering a few questions you know, from uh, Wikipedia or something through Alexa or Siri or something like that, or self-driving cars or playing chess. So those are all different systems. It's not like one system that's doing all of those different things. It's a different system doing each of those tasks. And, and whereas we human beings are able to, to learn to do any of those things. And, um, and, and that's the, the, why the key word general is there. We want to try and build artificial general intelligence. So something that can do a whole range of tasks, a whole range of intellectual tasks that a human being can do. It's not tomorrow. It might take a little bit of time to get there. Yeah. 
Well, it, it's, 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 it's not tomorrow, but it's but so the mission of but the mission of, of DeepMind was to try to fulfill that kind of dream and eventually build this artificial gen general intelligence. And uh, they had um, so DeepMind had a, a great success back in 2014, where they produced this little system that was used a technique called deep reinforcement learning. So that's deep learning with neural networks and uh, reinforcement learning, which is kind of trial and error learning. And they used this deep reinforcement learning system to learn how to play these Atari video games, these retro video games like Space Invaders and Breakouts and so on. And the great thing about this little system was that all it saw was just the pixels on the screen. It didn't know what you know what that there were objects there it didn't know you know it didn't know anything at all except that just the raw pixels on the screen and the score and just based on trying to you know play the game by trying random actions and figuring out what uh, what you know gave it a positive score it gradually learned to get very 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 good at these games and you could give it any one of these sort of uh, suite of, of, of Atari video games, and it would learn to get really, really good at those at those games. So that was enough to really to impress Google, who then bought bought DeepMind, and then funded um, funded us, you know, very uh, very generously. So now we're in a position to pursue just pure research. Everybody, the majority of people here are doing pure pure science, pure research. And uh, 2016, I think it was, the, the production of this AlphaGo uh, system, which learned to play the Chinese game of Go. Very, very difficult game, more difficult than chess in many respects. And in mathematically speaking, it's more complex than chess. And although chess was something that we could solve with computers, or, you know, be better than humans, way back in 1997, the first um, computer was able to be, beat a world champion at chess. Deep Blue beat Gary, Gary Kasparov in 1997, but nobody thought that Go was this, was the sort of thing which where humans were going to be beaten by computers for a long time yet, because it's just mathematically just far too huge a space of possibilities to explore using just brute force search, which is the way Deep Blue worked. So it came as quite a surprise when um, when DeepMind produced this AlphaGo system, which was then able to beat uh, the world's very very best player. <coughs> player, so Lisa Doll, very famous top, absolutely top of the world player. Uh, was beaten by the, the AlphaGo system, and then KGA was beaten by it. And, and now, I think all great Go players recognise that, uh, that the latest incarnations of AlphaGo are really way better than even the best human that's we ever lived. Well, I'm not. I'm still not sure that we're getting there because those are still kind of. Uh, it's very impressive that you can actually get to superhuman performance on something like Go, but it's still a very so AlphaGo can't, you know, go into uh, into my kitchen and make a cup of tea or, or, or learn how to make a cup of tea or figure out how to make a cup of tea uh, in, say, a strange kitchen that it's never seen before. So that's something. So humans have this this ability to generalize from past experience to completely to new kinds of, kinds of settings, um, drawing on their common sense understanding of the world that we still don't know how to get computers to do. So that's very much the kind of thing that I'm interested in working To transfer on. that general intelligence. How to transfer or how to build it into, 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 into computers, yeah. Too overly concerned, not yet anyways, not this year. Uh, 
but you know, you can be concerned or you can be excited on how what you think the implications are going to be of developing uh, AGI. But you don't have to be either just yet because uh, it's not quite around the corner. But if it were around the corner, then you know, if and when it is, we do need to think quite hard about how we use such a very powerful technology. My family history. So my father's family uh, come from County Kerry, and my father's uh, family all came from Valencia Island, in fact, um, off the coast of of County Kerry. So my father's father's family and my father's mother's family all from that one little island, Valencia. And about 15 miles up the coast from, from Valencia uh, Island is a little fishing village called uh, Cremain. The founding figure, the founding father of artificial intelligence is a man called, was a man called John McCarthy. And uh, John McCarthy, he coined the term artificial intelligence. Um, and his father was uh, born and, and, and raised in uh, in, in Cremain, in, in County Kerry. So John's uh, John's family really were very much a uh, Kerry Kerry family. So he absolutely, you know, that's where his um, you know pedigree was from County Kerry. And and so he John really is the person who, you know, more than anyone else, you can credit with founding the the, the whole field. And uh, and it dates back to 1956. So in 1956 there was a sort of inaugural conference that John organized, Dartmouth. So this is known as the Dartmouth Conference. And, uh, and in this conference, um, sort of many of the figures who then became the leaders of, of, uh, of the whole field for, for many decades to come, they sort of got together for the first time and, and discussed the possibility of making computers that, uh, that, that could carry out these kinds of you know, intellectual, uh, intellectual tasks like understanding language and proving mathematical uh, theorems and things like that. Um, and so John actually coined the phrase artificial intelligence in the little proposal document that he wrote for that Dartmouth conference. And then, of course, he also made many you know, fundamental contributions to, to the whole field from, from early on. And I knew him quite well, so uh, I was very lucky to meet him, and, and, and I got to know him quite well, He because we worked in a kind of... Well, I was working at, at that time in, a, in, a, in, the, in the sort of corner of artificial intelligence, very much based on logic, which the, the corner of AI that he pioneered more than anything else and made, made a lot of contributions to. And so I started you know, bumping into him in, in conferences and found myself presenting to audiences where this very famous you know, elderly statesman of the field was in the audience and pretty soon I got to, got to know him quite well. And then he, he even invited me to, so he was at Stanford at that point in the, in the States, in California, invited me to go and work with him a couple of times in Stanford. Uh, sorry, I had a, a couple of visits with him uh, for just short visits for a few weeks in Stanford. And generally, I knew him pretty pretty well. He died uh, in, in 2011, I think, uh, uh, sadly, but very, very important figure in the field. Wow, that was, that was not so long ago. How fantastic is that? that that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah wow. Nice. 27 he was born and 2011 he died. So I would like to credit, you know, the whole field to, I'd like to do County Kerry, really. I'd like to make it a kind of County Kerry field, artificial intelligence. But unfortunately, I think we have to give a bit of credit to Cork um, because uh, because there's another really interesting connection with the rest of Ireland, which is which is through George Bull. Now, George Bull um, was a, a professor at the University of, of Cork, University College Cork, in the 19th century. So this was long before computers. And Boole was, was a, a pioneer of mathematical logic. When you, when you think about and, or, and not, so the kinds of things that are absolutely at the foundation of computer hardware 
and are built into all kind of computer languages and uh, and the sort of absolute foundation of logic that was all that was all started by George Boole and much of the pioneering work was done in in Cork in the city of Cork you know at University College Cork and every undergraduate computer science students every undergraduate yeah. student to learn Boolean algebra and you know in their first year and it's absolutely the foundation of computer hardware and you know and reasoning about how computer programs work and so on and so Boole was sort of foundational but another interesting fact is that one of Boole's great great grandson is Jeffrey Hinton and Jeffrey Hinton is the person who perhaps arguably more than anyone else is responsible for the current boom in artificial intelligence. So Jeff is a, you know, Jeff is very much a living person who was a um, professor at Toronto University. And he really sort of started, uh, inaugurated the whole field of deep learning, as we think of it. Deep learning based on neural networks is, is at the heart of you know, everything that's that's making AI such a successful field of that. And he is George Bull's great-great-grandson. So it might be a little bit tenuous, but there's, a, there's definitely this Irish, uh, Western Irish connection there. So as much as I'd like to you know, award the whole field to County Kerry, I have to give County Cork a little bit of credit. Very there. good, very good. And there is a difference, that's for sure. The people of Cork will let you know. Yeah, no, John, it's, uh, John, John McCarthy's background and uh, George Bull's I mean, you hear the names, but you don't make the connections. So it's a really nice story to be able to tell. The way with everything is gone, and the way most of the funding goes to Harvard, MIT, you know, it's okay, a lot of the money goes that direction to Stanford. You don't really tend to hear sort of the foundations of, of you know, where these professors come out of. And also there is, I suppose, a tradition of things being in the family. It gets into yeah. the t- genetics somehow, I think. Yes, you know? yeah. I mean, so, so clearly Jeff, comes from a very academic family, so I, was, I looked it up on Wikipedia earlier on because I knew you were going to ask me about it. Um, and uh, in fact, it, it seems that his whole family, Bull's, you know, many of Bill's descendants were, were academics of one sort or another. So, yeah, yeah it's t- I really think a lot of things do take generations to, I mean, an artificial intelligence has been a slow a slow burn or a slow boil. Yeah. yeah, so we just didn't have the data, did we? Yeah, data, well, data has been the, the, the critical thing to uh, to really enable this technique of deep learning to, mm-hmm. to really work. It kind of worked in the lab back in the 1980s and, uh, and, and, and 90s, but but it wasn't really, you know, it sort of reached limits where it wasn't really very successful on, you know, complex images with lots of, with, with high resolution. It's only really with availability of very large quantities of labels data that, we, that it's been possible to really make the, the best use of, uh, of these machine learning techniques. Okay, very interesting. Murray, thanks very much for that. I mean, with your, with your surname as well. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no escaping the, the, the Irish connection yeah, for sure. Yeah. My daughter is called Carrie, and my son is called Liam. So, uh, oh my <laughs> God, yeah, it's really strong. Yeah, there's um, there's there's so much, there's so many things that you only find out about, and you don't tend to find out, tend to know about them until you go away and people tell you about things. You know, it's it, there's so much, so much of history I don't know, I don't know much about. You know, in Ireland, and everything just kind of falls, and you f- you figure out things as you go. This is a really nice story. Um, John, uh, so John told me that that he'd been Owens County Kerry when I was so when I remember him telling me at one point because I was telling him that my family came from Valencia and he said oh he, you know he'd been out there and he thought he had some cousins on you know on Valencia and I thought this was a, I thought this was a kind of you know how sometimes you know Americans you know think 
a tiny country and everyone knows everybody in there. And I had no idea, actually, until after he died, that, that he meant it really, he really meant it. So, so his family came from really just a few miles from where, from where my family came from. And I didn't actually know that at the time. Yeah, in Ireland, one degree is a separation. One and a half degrees. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not six degrees here. Thanks for listening and checking out my podcast. You can head over to Spotify and find my podcast there or on Apple iTunes. Subscribe to my podcast on my website. You can head over to www.inaom.io for further details.